Hey, bee lovers. Welcome to the best beekeeping podcast around. To be or not to be in the bee yard. Join our two beekeepers, Rebecca and Michelle, as they make beekeeping fun and uncomplicated. Double the beekeeping experience, double the opinions, double the fun. You're going to let your bees make their own queens to keep from swarming. Yeah, yeah. So as I'm going out there, if I see that they um, are making preparations on their own, Mm -hmm. I'm just following what they're giving me. Mm -hmm. If they're telling me they feel strong enough to do a split right now, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, nice, nice, very nice. I'll split you. And if there are extra queens, then those can go in nook boxes Mm -hmm. with, you know, a frame of brood and food. And there you go. If that queen emerges and it becomes a mated queen, there is an emergency resource for you right now. So, and I was surprised the lady that did the um, presentation last night. I thought she was making grafting, which is turning eggs into queen cells to make queens, uh, to make a bunch of queens. I thought she was doing that to go and and put them into her hives and requeen. She is not. She's using those to make nukes. She is grafting queen cells. Mm-hmm. To make a whole bunch of n- little nukes. Hmm? Fall nukes? No, 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 in the spring. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I th- see, I, was, I yeah. thought she was growing them to take them out to the hive and be like, okay, this hive needs to be requeened. And she was putting her little queen cell in there oh, gosh, and you pulling are, out the you old You really queen. don't know anything about queens, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I don't have the yeah, so, time okay. to put into queen rings, so well, I haven't I agree. put any energy around it. I agree, but I... No brain energy so around it. So in the spring... Okay, so she's talking about spring grafting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. exactly what you She's do. not grafting in the dead of winter. Yeah. I thought she was grafting right now. That no, no, she just sense. did her presentation on it because it, it's a good presentation. And of course, now we have time to do things like presentations because we're not... Like, she's trying to make... She makes, I don't know, 100 queens, 100 nukes. Nice. In the spring, she doesn't have time to talk to anybody, including her <laughs> husband. <laughs> and her husband, oh my gosh, he makes a lot of really cool wood, wooden tools for her. Like wooden, oh, he made a whole frame of queen cages. Oh, and she can just drop them in. Yeah. If, and if they hatch out, because she works like 24 on, 24 off. And so she can put them in there and she can bank them in a hive. Yeah, so I, I went to that queen rearing class this year at a Uh-huh. And they gave me a holder in my little, really? my little gift bag. You know, they also gave you something else. Oh, I haven't brought it. I was at my office today, too, and yeah. I didn't. They gave you a little um, clear thing that has uh, a... No, I had to make it. Oh, no, you had to make your own <laughs> resin statue of a, a girl bee, a queen bee, and a bee... And a drone. Boy. We got to choose which drone we wanted. You chose the, the drone doing the naughty... I did. Really? Uh-huh. How can you tell? Is that too graphic? <laughs> I, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day because I was, I was talking to, to Matt, and I was like, how can you tell? Okay, so we went through artificial insemination, uh-huh. of how they do that, and you're actually catching drones and forcing everything out. Oh. So that By you can. Them? Yes. Oh. So that you can use a syringe. Okay, so how do you know that you're sucking that up and not... Because it's two different colors. You can see it. Oh, so, okay, so, like, stomach stuff and... No, no, no. You just pop them. You pop them in, their private parts come out. 
And it's two different colors? The fluid. What two fluids are coming out? Okay, look. There's the floaty <laughs> fluid, and then there's the reproductive fluid. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then you want to only put in the syringe the reproductive fluid. Okay. But it's sitting in, in the, the other kind of fluid. In floaty fluid. Did you squeeze your own drone to get it mm-hmm. to... Oh, you're kidding. Not the one that's in the resin, but yeah, okay. you can do that. Yeah, we went out to their hives and we were... You capture drones and then you take them back. And that's exactly what they do. They go out to a hive and you just pick up all the drones and you put them in a, a little sack or a little container... Drones have no stingers, so it's actually and a lot easier to pick them up. And then you take them in, and they have that... What is this? I don't know. It's like some microscope thing. Oh, you're doing this weird hand gesture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have some microphone, uh, Micros- microscope, and you reach in the bag and get a drone, and you pop him, <gasps> and his private parts come out. And you take your syringe, and you're looking in, under the microscope, and you're sucking up the reproductive fluid. So when you did that in the queen class, what did you do with your syringe full of? I didn't. I didn't do that. We just oh. popped. We just popped drones because you have to do that. Like to is get this to like the reproductive bubbles that come in your plastic packaging, kind of. They pop. Really? Yeah. You you squeeze them. They show you how to squeeze them, and and everything just poop comes out. Really? Mm-hmm. All their little That's private area, all then, their private stuff comes. And out. then you took your squished, popped drone. Well, I took some ones. I mean, okay, they put them in a pile, and, and then you that's grabbed what we a, a popped mm-hmm. drone with his private parts sticking out, and you <laughs> cast it in resin forever. I I, I love that <laughs> part of it. I I did not understand when you first told me that. I did not understand. And I was trying to explain to Matt that you had a a drone whose private parts were on display. And he had many questions and I had (laughs) zero answers. I did not know because... I didn't know how artificial insemination worked until I went to that class, which I thought was really interesting. But yeah, that's what you do with the drones. You go out and get them and then you pop them and, and you're looking for that fluid, the reproductive fluid. And so you suck that up and then with a very tiny needle and a microscope. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you take your queen uh-huh. and you put it on a little tiny vise? Yes. Uh, along with that tiny. little, mi- this it's a whole kit like microscope. Uh-huh. I forgot what they're called. There's a particular brand that you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. And you put your queen in there and there are grippies and they hold her open and they actually hold her oh yeah her girl parts open uh-huh. yeah that's how you artificially how inseminate how tiny do these clamps that's have why to you're, be i know that's why they're looking through who made tiny little <laughs> bee genitalia <laughs> clamps i know this has turned into very, a different podcast and <laughs> this is in a different category this particular one <laughs> It's very special. Okay. And it's a very expensive piece of equipment. I, I have so many questions because, see, now well, I don't like, have the answers. Okay? No, because, because I now, just went to one basic class. Now I want to know, like, can you go on Amazon and buy bee genitalia clamps? I don't know. Do I have to go to, no, like, they're, how do they're you, a part of that, that piece of so equipment. You, oh, they're built into the equipment. Yeah. yeah see, all, I'm imagining the scientists going um, to the engineers. Okay, I need this special <laughs> microscope, but I need it to have these teeny tiny little well, clamps. Yeah, and yeah. I need forceps that are teeny tiny. Yeah. And, and you're looking tiny through. specula. Yeah, you're looking through your microscope and then, to do all this. So then, so she's pried open. Yes. And then you squirt in the fluid. Mm-hmm. And then she's let go, and you then then you put her in a queen cage. I believe they did. 
Yeah. And at some point you mark her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel really bad for those queens. That's a bad day. If you're really good at it, you don't hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get really good at it. So what I found interesting is when it's not just like opening her up and that's it. You you have to kind of get down in there and go over something and then open that part up to get the fluid into her correctly it's not just like opening up a back end and going squirt there you go oh my gosh yeah it's it's actually very specialized after that class i had way more respect for queen breeding companies (laughs) people that did this right now most queen breeders have a drone yard and they raise their queens and they let their queens go out and go to the drone yard and get inseminated and and they hope that the drones in that area are the same. Like, I don't think they hope. I think that they work to make sure that if you've got a drone yard, a mm-hmm. commercial breeder. Drone congregation area. Yeah. It, it, they make sure that in that radius that it's all of their bees. So they, they go out and find that area and then saturate it with their own hives the okay, way they right. want it saturated. So then they know that their Italian queen is mated with Italian, hopefully. More than likely. But if you're wanting, that's a... If you want a purebred Italian. If you want 100% sure that you've done it correctly, then you would you get an get artificially it. inseminated. And what this could be are the queens that people buy that are worth thousands of dollars so people like racehorses yes they buy queens and they breed off of them so you could buy i could buy a thousand dollar queen or two thousand drop her in the bee yard step on her (laughs) and she you 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 buy her and then you breed off of her you graft off of her Really? Yes. So lots of people do that. I know of two commercial beekeepers around me, at least two, if not three, that do that. After the queen class, I really, like I said, had more respect for the queen breeders. Oh, I have a lot of respect. it makes more sense for the prices. Because sure. a brand new queen, mated queen, can run you $39 plus shipping. shipper, right. Plus shipping. And th- that's really, really expensive. Now, when you get up to hundreds of hives, like we are. Right, that's not sustainable. Right. And you're not going to get, or me, I'm I'm in between. It's right. too expensive for me to buy queens to at replace that price. Because we have to, to replace, replace our queens, queens every, every year to two years. I'm. It, it's too expensive expensive that way but I'm I don't have enough hives to get a price break right from a queen breeder so so buying queen cells so the queen cells was are, a good option which I'm going to attempt again if well you should be an expert now you should know exactly what not <laughs> my to do. queen breeder will speak to me and don't call me <laughs> I don't wanna know. well now I can put my incubator in the car and plug it into the cigarette lighter. Or just buy a and box have, of styrofoam. And have my AC actually run. The whole experience could be 10 times better for me and the bees. Yeah. Or just make a closet like me. Well, I still have sitting to, in styrofoam. I still have to pick them up. I had an igloo with heaters. They were brought to you. You didn't have to get in the car and drive and pick them up. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was a world... That was a whirlwind because I think I figured it out. And I spent eight hours on day one driving. And on day two, I spent four hours driving. All in the name of beekeeping. This is the beekeeping they don't tell you about. This is the 
the I Nobody have to go. Nobody tells you about that. Right. That's that's not the beekeeping. That's the, I spent the whole day yesterday in the bee yard uh-huh. and I got home and Ken wanted to go to dinner and I did not want to get back. I didn't care where we were going. I didn't care that the restaurant was five minutes away. I didn't want to get back in the car. Oh, right. Yeah, right. I was tired. I was grumpy. He never asks to go out to dinner. Oh, I had to suck it up. Right. And go change. So I wasn't too stinky and go yep. to dinner with him. And it turned out fine, but I did not want to get back in that car because that's, we spend the majority of our time in the car. Yes, I have done that. I have come home because we do a removal. Sometimes we do them later in the afternoon, so we get most of the bees back. Sometimes we don't get home until 10 or o'clock at night or kind of 9, 30, 10, 11. And I'm dirty and I'm sweaty and I'm usually covered in honey and, you know, wax and multiple stings somewhere. And then we get home and at that time of year, we're so busy that we don't have time to really go to the grocery store and we don't have time to to have stuff to eat because we don't cook it. It just, it goes bad because we're so busy. But then we come home and the only thing that's open is like Taco Bell or or McDonald's and I don't really want to eat that. I don't, we get home, we realize we have nothing to eat, we're starving and our option is the corner convenience store or Taco Bell. And I have sat there in the driveway almost in tears because I literally (laughs) don't want to leave the driveway and drive five minutes to the Taco Bell and eat horrible food. Yeah. Not the Taco Bell's horrible food. So those, um, those questionnaires of if you had enough money, what would you get? Would you get a housekeeper? Personal chef? I would get a personal chef. Oh, that's a great idea. I think I would would get a personal chef. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a toss up between a housekeeper. (laughs) Although I did have a housekeeper for a while and we had to, to play find the item after she came. It was a game. Everybody had to be like, I had somebody coming to clean my house and I felt like I needed to clean before she got there, and it sort of defeated the purpose. Oh, I did try to pick up, but no, she would she would put everything away. I'm like, she would just make up the places. To, a little too dirty for her to see this. Yeah, no, she would make <laughs> up places to put things, and then oh, yeah, it was, I could see that. And in my kitchen, you know, I do like to cook, and my kitchen's kind of my cool spot, and so I had to spend a couple of days finding all my stuff and putting it back where I had it. And sometimes she would also rearrange my furniture. (laughs) I loved her to death. It was awesome. But I was like, oh, oh, okay. Do you think this is better? (laughs) Sure. Whatever you say. (laughs) Her and her husband came and did it. And I I really loved them. And then, you know, I I quit my full-time job and I was like, gotta go. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. I can't sit here in the winter doing nothing and watch you clean my house. (laughs) Rearrange my furniture. (laughs) But, you know, it was always like, well, okay, this is fun. (laughs) Well, anyway, this was a very interesting topic today. I really didn't know we were going to talk about this. I didn't think we would ever bring it up, but obviously. Oh, sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? I would not have. (laughs) I would have just let it go. (laughs) Oh, well, hello. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. All right. We're still friends. Oh, thanks. I'm so glad. (laughs) You have to do something way worse than that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, I always take everything back to intent. My intent is never, ever, ever to be mean or hurt someone's feelings or or screw things up. Actually, when you think about it, it's really funny. Yeah. So, oh, and, and we, yes. I think we were both in our jammies when it happened. Oh, yeah. We were in our jammies. I've got I was a still flashlight and I'm holding yeah. each one of them up out of my Then you may pick it up and do it. Right. And yeah. then I'm opening them up. And although I yeah. still don't understand that, I still think a pupa would move. Well, they were too early. They were anticipating that they were farther 
along down the, the road. Well, and that's the other thing, too. The breeder told me that they were they were going... Okay, I should have known when he said they were going to hatch at 2 p.m. That, yeah. that no one knows what time they're going to hatch. And that that's a general statement. Like when the contractor says they're going to fix your house and it'll be done in two weeks. And it really means two to six. Yeah. And I should have known that. Yeah, you should that. have taken that generally. Yes. Yeah. And... But he was like, you need to get these in, and they need to be in an incubator. Now they he, do need to be in. Yeah, and he did yeah. kind of make me nervous over this, yeah. and I should never, the problem I mean, is. that means don't sit on them. Don't leave them in your car. I should never have said yes to taking them because I wasn't prepared, and I didn't have the equipment, and I wasn't ready. You didn't have your splits done? Well, no, because I was helping Gary do his splits four hours from my house. And when I said, I just got the queen cells, oh. and he said, do you need to leave now to go home and get ready? And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No. And he said, oh, you're going to be ready? And I was like, oh, see, I should have I should have taken the cues from that. I think sometimes I don't catch those social cues. So I had a I don't know if you remember, but there was somebody else picking up queen cells from my house that runs to California with us. Oh, yeah. He's really nice, and uh-huh. he, he, he runs to California with us. And he went out to my bee yard. He wanted to see it, my bee yard, right, uh, right. behind my pond, which I don't think he went out there and saw it. No, I've seen it, sort of, and, and I've like, seen hey, your truck. hey, do you need help? Do you need help? Let's, because we were waiting on the queens. Uh-huh. He had gotten there early. And I was like, okay, come on out. And I guess my bees are really, really – well, I had 100 and something hives yeah. back there. Yeah, 130, I think. And when he got out there, he was like – he didn't have a suit on or anything. Oh, which I but thought you've was a little crazy. You've talked about your bees being a little cranky. Yeah, and I thought that was a little crazy. And he came. He drove out there. Oh, that's right. My husband sent him out there because oh, sure. I was out in the yard right. doing stuff. Because your husband was very busy watching Yellowstone <laughs> <laughs> when I came. <laughs> so he sent him out with his work truck, and he got out there. And he, he, he was getting stung. He got oh. out of the truck, and I was like, what are you doing out of the truck without your outfit on? You know, but I'm saying hello, because I haven't seen him since we picked up our bees. Right. You know? And and so, I mean, all of this was happening, and it was like like like, like slow motion. And he was like, oh, it looks like you have it in. I'm, I'm going to get go back wait. in the car. <laughs> and he left. <laughs> See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. What the heck just happened? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny how those people roll up and they're Thanks like, for the help. Yeah, do you need some help? Um, I think I can help from here. Looks like you got yeah, it. You looks got like it. it's That's all exactly what control. he said. He goes, You got it under control. It all looks yeah, good. You know what you're yeah, doing. You're doing, it. you're doing just fine. Right. And he backed up and went back to the house. I guess he was in there watching Yellowstone. With, with Ken, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a true friend who gets out of the car, puts her suit on and helps you. Yeah. After they get stung right still yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) it's not like he hasn't been stung before (laughs) anyway it was funny yeah i was like that's why i don't invite people out oh sure i don't have bees in my backyard really i just have a couple um right now and that that number goes up and down a lot in the spring sometimes it's we're about to move mine off my property oh really Mm -hmm. yeah i have an official out yard away from my home now did i tell you that the house next door to me sold and i'm very concerned Mm -hmm. about the new neighbors and how they're going to 
appreciate <laughs> my bees and the equipment in my driveway. And so sometimes I just bring equipment in from the yard and because it's kind of in the driveway or, or it's, it's in various stages of getting cleaned up, it attracts bees. Yeah. <laughs> I still have clouds of bees at my house. Yeah. I'm very concerned about my new neighbor. Is your driveway up against them? No. They have an acre and I have half an acre and okay. my driveway is on the edge of my property on the left and their driveway is the edge of their property on the right. So they really are an acre and a half away from me. And you still think it would be a problem? Well, <laughs> I have goats and I have their fence right? Yeah, but okay. I have a lot of equipment and you know, it Are you warning me that it looks junky? I've never been to your house. What no, are you saying? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, wor I'm worried that someone who is not... We have a lot of people move into our area because even though we're what we consider in town, it's in town of a very small town. And so we have people who move in who are not understanding the farm community-ness of our town and that it has been a farming community for a long time. And so people get a house and they don't quite. Is this, are you saying that your neighborhood's being gentrified? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause okay. yeah. Yeah. My, some of my neighbors have chickens and some of my neighbors don't have chickens and some of my neighbors don't have bees. And so the people that have been on my street for a very long time have chickens, mm -hmm. have goats, bees but y'all are becoming the minority right and and okay. there's actually on my street there's actually a oh i don't know how big that lot is a lot with no house on it that has cows that belong to someone i don't even know who they belong to so there's there's you know house 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 field of cows house 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 <laughs> it's really not even a field it's like a lot of lot of cows you know, and so those houses, yeah. yes, are all being bought up, and there's their people are moving over the Just over the years. Yeah, and those of us who have been there over twenty years are still in the cow, chicken, bee mode. I'm sorry. It'll be all right. Go give them honey. Yeah, that's my first plan. Give everybody honey. Yes, I do. I will uh, see you in the bee yard. See ya. You've been listening to the To Be or Not To Be podcast. For more information, you can follow Rebecca and Michelle on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at 2B Podcast. Thanks for listening, and have a beautiful rest of your week.